0: Welcome to today's episode where I will be diving in all about business profitability. I am your host, Annalise, and I'm really excited for today's episode. First thing I do have to warn you, if you hear any sniffles or jumps, it's because I am watching three dogs this week. Uh, They are my mom's dogs. I'm in Boston. I'm in my childhood home, so I'm just sitting back and relaxing and hanging out with some dogs, which is great until, of course, I need to record this episode and they all need my attention. So if you hear any sniffles, I apologize. That is the personal update is I'm in Boston just hanging out and needing some time for myself, you know, cooling down, getting into quarter four. We're about three months left of the year and it's really exciting, but it's also a time where Stress starts to arise, especially for me when it comes to making sure that all my clients are taken care of for the holidays, you know, making sure that I'm taken care of. And so this year, especially, I've just been kind of slowing down, taking my time, and see how things are going. And that's exactly what I'm doing this weekend. So It's been exciting, it's been definitely needed, and I am so excited for the rest of the year. Honestly, I can't believe how fast 2021 has gone by, but it's exciting for everything to come. And that brings me to my business update, which is we are rerunning our brand mini shoots this November in New York and in Boston. So our brand mini shoots are a two hour shoot where everything is planned for you. All you have to do is show up. So photos and videos are included in this package. And right now is the perfect time to book if you're looking for new content to promote your business, of course, during the holiday seasons, or if you're launching a new business in 2022. And if November doesn't work out, we are working on running these brand mini shoots again in 2022. So of course, be on the lookout for upcoming dates. I really created these brand mini shoots to help entrepreneurs out and get that really great content that they can use for social media, for their website, for marketing materials. And they're at a fraction of the cost. And also ha- like a third of the time it takes to do a full brand shoot. Typically full brand shoots cost between like five to $7,000 and they take up to six to seven hours of time for one day. And Let me tell you, that's an exhausting day as an entrepreneur, as a planner, for the photographer, for the videographer. So we decided to create these brand mini shoots to ensure that you really have all the content you need. Okay, enough for all the business updates and all of that. Dogs, why are you moving around right now? Sit your butts down because I am so excited to get into today's episode, which, as I mentioned, is about business profitability. And first thing before we get into the episode, I do want to just put out a disclaimer there for you because... I am not a financial expert or an accountant. I'm giving my advice based on what I have done and my experience when it comes to financial planning and accounting. But again, before you make any solid decisions, I always recommend that you talk to a professional. I do every single time I want to make a business decision when it comes to my finances and to my accounting. So just make sure you talk to a professional because I am not a financial professional nor an accountant. But I do want to give you the advice that I have because it is insightful and it is great, especially for new business owners or people that have been in business for a couple years because we could all learn a little bit more about profit these days because it is so important when it comes to running a sustainable business. The main reason this episode came about is I've been getting a little heated lately about some strategies that I'm seeing on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, some a strategy that I've seen people use throughout their entire marketing strategy in order to sell services. And this strategy in particular truly makes my blood boil. And it's when entrepreneurs are not transparent about their gross versus their net income. I'm talking about people who are claiming 10K months, making six figures in 30 days, hitting a million dollar mark, which... By the way is absolutely amazing if you have done in your business. We have hit certain figures in our business that are amazing and I'm so proud honestly of myself and my team and what we have done as well as our clients for trusting us and doing this. But I also never used a dollar amount to sell my services to get clients in. And I've seen a lot of people use this strategy and again it makes my blood boil. Because I always want to ask them, so what's your profit? And what I mean is, is how much do you have after you subtract your expenses? Because if you claim you made 100k in 30 days, but then spent 60k on advertising in order to get to that 100k, you only made 40k in profit, which is still a lot, but it's not six figures as you've claimed you've made. To me, this strategy is a little bit icky, it's a little bit phony, and in my opinion, you're tricking your customers and your clients to buying this service versus being transparent about or your gross versus your net. And I was talking to a friend of mine today, we went on a walk around Boston, and I was talking to her about this strategy, and she's not in the small business world, she has a 9 to 5, and I was just telling her how many people I've seen use this strategy as, again, 10K months made 100K, all of that. And she said, you know, to me it sounds like you're lying to your customers and your clients. And that is exactly what it is because you're lying about how much you are actually making and bringing in in a profit stance. I'm not saying all entrepreneurs do this, but I do wish that some were a little bit more transparent about their numbers If they're going to be making claims about how much money they make, I believe that you should work with a service provider or buy a product from a good ethical company. And not just because they've made six figures. Money isn't everything. Of course, at the end of the day, yes, it obviously helps us live and helps us live the life that we want, but honesty is better than money at the end of the day, especially when you're running your business. So think of it this way too, that if you are selling a service program and you're claiming to have made 10K months using this system and this system will work and all of that, what I've seen is, is service providers that claim this in reality made that 10K because of advertisement spend, or they have full team working behind them. And again, they're just not being transparent. So you're tricking your customers and clients to believing that if they sign up for your program, then they can make 10K too. And that, a lot of people will assume that's your profit that you're taking home, that you can use that money to buy a new house or buy a new car or pay off debt or anything like that. And I just wanna get through entrepreneurs and small businesses heads that that's not profit. And to me, that's not a sales strategy that works in the long term because customers and clients are going to find out if they don't make a hundred K or 10 K by signing up for your services or doing your program, neither instantaneously or over time, they're going to look at you as phony no matter what. So to me, again, I always think it's best to be transparent and honest when you're running your business and i've seen this strategy used so much in the past couple months that's why i'm pointing it out and that's why we're talking about profitability today all this being said of course today's episode is about profitability so what i'm going to answer is are these questions in this episode what does it mean to be profitable how can you make sure you're making a profit in your business and how you can avoid a couple mistakes i made when it comes to actually being profitable and I keep saying, and before we get into the episode, but one more thing is if you're looking to have a sustainable business where it makes profit each month, you know what money's coming in, you know what money's going out, and you're gaining profit in your business, you need, and I don't use that word lightly because I don't believe another thing that businesses should say you need or you should, everyone has their own thing that they need or should be doing. But one of the things I absolutely recommend is you need to read this book called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. And I apologize if I butchered your last name. I definitely should have listened to it before I started recording this episode. But I'll put that link below because I definitely butchered his name and you can just click the link and buy the book off of Amazon because this book truly changed how I ran my business and how I gained so much profit between year two and year three, and now into year four. This book really talks about what profit is, taught me a fantastic system of how to split up my accounts so that I can see where all the money is coming in, how it's going out, and it's a book that I highly recommend for all of my clients. And everyone that I come in contact with that is wanting to start a business, before they do, I literally say, read this book because it will set you up for success when it comes to profit in your business because it is so important. Because in the eyes of the IRS, if your business is not making money, it is considered a hobby. And we don't have time for hobbies anymore when it comes to wanting to make money from a business. There are always times to paint by number, color when you want to, journal. I have a couple of hobbies on the side that are away from my business, but when it comes to running your business, you need to treat it as a business and not a hobby. And this book can definitely help you set up for success. Now, finally, after almost 10 of recording this episode, let's get into what profitability is as a business. And the first thing you need to figure out in order to know what profitability is, it's let's work backwards based off of how much you need to charge for your service and products. We're going to be talking about taxes. We're going to be talking about business expenses and how from there you can figure out your profitability. So first thing, as a business owner, the first question you need to ask yourself is how much do I charge for my service or my products? This episode is definitely geared more toward service-based providers, product-based providers, There are a couple extra steps that you need to go through in order to make sure that you are a profitable business. Most of this is geared towards service-based providers. Now, it's not necessary to say that product-based, you can't listen to this episode, but a lot of this is simple enough for service-based providers. Again, product-based, you've got a couple more steps to go through. So how much do I charge for my service or products? There are two ways to go about this. The first way is to take your revenue goal and work backwards based on the amount of hours that you want to work each week on client work. For an example, if your goal is to make $1,000 per week and you want to work 4 hours per day on client work, which equals about 20 hours per week, then you need to be charging about $50 per hour. As a service-based provider, though, I don't suggest that you charge hourly, and instead you charge a package price based on the amount of hours you know it will take you to complete that project. So for us, website design takes about 35 to 40 hours to complete. So we would multiply our hourly rate, In this example is $50, by the number of hours it takes to complete a service, which is, let's say, tops 40 hours. And that would be the package price that we sell to our clients. The second way to figure out how much you should charge for your services is to look at your competitors. That's probably the simplest way. Look at their package, how much they're charging, and think about Also, adding in something additional to your package that is better than what your competitors are providing. So, in this case, an example would be again, we'll go back to the website design for us is that we offer a one week marketing launch strategy if a client signs up for website design. Now, that includes a couple posts either on Instagram or on Facebook or on LinkedIn or wherever the client is promoting or wherever the client wants to promote their web their new website design on, because we want to ensure that our clients have a solid marketing strategy to promote and launch their website efficiently and effectively and get those new clients in and get those eyeballs on their website. So that's something that we provide additionally from our competitors. We haven't seen it in their packages. And that's something that, yeah, it's a couple extra hours of work, but it really ensures that we are adding a little something extra compared to our competitors. Even though we may be charging for the same amount within a package, it just provides us kind of a leg up to offer to our clients. Now that you have figured out how much to charge for your services, Keep in mind as well your target audience and how much they can really pay for your services as well. If you want to work with college students but want to charge $5,000 to create a website for them, that may not be realistic because I was a broke college student and counting pennies at the end of the week and making sure I had enough money for a cab in New York and all of this stuff. So make sure that Based off of the amount that you want to charge for your services, you're also keeping in mind your target audience as well. And, you know, $5,000 may not work for a college student, but if you're wanting to target high end luxury brands, $5,000 is probably realistic. So just keep in mind your target audience when figuring out your prices. The next thing to account for after you have figured out how much to charge for your services is to account for taxes. Unfortunately, long gone are the days when taxes are immediately removed from your paycheck if you're self-employed and you don't have payroll set up. So that means that you need to save for taxes to either pay quarterly or in one chunk when tax season arrives. I do suggest, and based off of my own accountant advice, is that you pay your taxes quarterly because you will receive A partial discount versus paying in one lump sum once they file your official taxes. But again, talk to an accountant professional uh, because they may have another suggestion when it comes to your business, but that's personally what I have done. So in order to make sure that you're accounting for these taxes, you need to save about 15 to 30% of your package pricing and put that toward taxes. I typically save about 15 to 20%, but in my first year of business, I saved 30% of the amount that I was charging for a package service toward taxes. So, if you're charging a client, let's say, $1,000 for a service, you need to make sure that you are saving 15 to 20% of that amount toward taxes. The worst feeling in the world is when tax season rolls around and you didn't save for taxes and you're then having to pay a large sum that you didn't account for originally. I've seen it happen a couple times with my clients and it's really not a great feeling to have to dip into your savings or your monthly income to pay for taxes. Better to honestly take it out and save for it at the beginning. And one thing that I do that that book that I mentioned, Profit First, recommends is I have opened a separate tax account in my business accounts to save for taxes. So I essentially have all of my money coming into one income account and then I split them up into separate accounts and one of those accounts is taxes. Because out of sight, out of mind, I don't have to worry about it, and it's just there sitting in my account so that when quarterly taxes come up, I just write the check and it's sent out and ready to go. After you have figured out how much to charge for your services and you've started to save for taxes, the third thing you need to think about is your business expenses, meaning what tools or services do you need in order to run your business and how much are they going to cost each month or each year? If, for an example, you are a social media manager, maybe you need to pay for a social media tool like Sprout Social. Or if you're like me specifically, that is a very service-based provider, you can use an invoicing system such as HoneyBook. Both of those are services and uh, business expenses that I have both used. I don't use Sprout Social anymore, but we do still use HoneyBook. And for HoneyBook, they I get charged yearly for it, but I do split it over the month so that I know, okay, how much I need to be bringing into my business in order to pay for these expenses. Whatever the costs are to run your business, make sure, of course, you keep track of them and have a running list going and you can add them all up so that you know how much you need to make in order to cover for those expenses as well. Now, finally, let's figure out your profits. And your profit, or your net number, is the amount of money your business has made after all of the expenses have been paid and taken care of. Now, some entrepreneurs look at this a little differently, and financial people, you may be killing me for saying this, but this is how I look at profit. I look at profit as simply your gross business income minus the expenses and minus the taxes that you have to pay quarterly and that is what your profit equals. So that equals your net or your profit, whatever you want to call it. I'm calling it profit in my case. And then from my profit, I take out my income, pay any contractors that we've worked with, and I pay my team. Many financial people will look at profit as minus your income, but for me right now, because I'm technically not on payroll and I make sure that my income is essentially a part of the profit because as you get into entrepreneurship, some months are really great and some months aren't. So I like to reward myself when the months are good and I work it out on my personal expenses that way and just kind of make sure that I'm determining my future projections and all of that. But I work damn hard to gain that profit if I had a really good month. So you bet I am going to reward myself for it. That is profit. Again, profit is your net number that is after you have taken out your expenses, you've accounted for taxes, and that equals your profit. So this is exactly why I have that ickiness feeling when entrepreneurs say they've made 100 k in their business. If that's their profit, again, congratulations. I think it's an amazing number that you have reached, but most of the time they're not being transparent and that's actually their gross. And their net may actually be something along the lines of 60 to 40 to 30K and they're not taking into consideration or telling their potential customers and clients about all the expenses it took to get to that 100K. Now it's not impossible, but again, just be transparent when it comes to how much profit you've made in your business so that people understand how much in expenses you've paid as well as that that is actually your take-home number and it's not actually 60 or 40K. Now if you're feeling overwhelmed and want to make realistic goals, let's now chat about figuring out your bottom line. And figuring out your bottom line when you're a new entrepreneur or you're just getting into business, or even if you've been in business for two to three years and you just wanna know, okay, how much money do I need to make per month in order to survive? We're gonna talk about how to figure that out, and that is your bottom line. To figure out your bottom line, ask yourself these questions How much do you need to make a month to survive? you know, how much is rent, how much is electricity, your car payment, your health insurance, everything that you have to pay each month in order to survive, make a list and add it all up. Once you have that number, then you're going to add in some fun money. And yes, I added in fun money to figure out my bottom line each month because As a business owner, I also still want to have a personal life and have some fun while running my business. So make sure you're also realistic with your fund number. If you usually go out and get a coffee each week at Starbucks, add that into the budget. If you go out with your friends to dinner twice a month, allocate for that too. Really sit down and be realistic. But again, too, if you're just starting your business and you can cut a few corners and say, okay, I won't go out to two dinners this month with my friend, I'll go to one. This is the realistic number. Just be realistic and again, add in that fun number. Once you have figured out your survival number and your fun number, add those two together and that is your bottom line. And when you're first getting started, that is your monthly profit goal, not gross goal or revenue goal. That is your monthly profit goal That you want to make when you get started. If you're in business or you've been in business for a couple years, make your goals a little bit higher. But at the beginning of your business, I strongly advise you to just focus on that bottom line because it will make it such a more realistic goal than saying in your head, oh, I need to make 10K a month in order to survive. Most likely you don't, especially if you're maybe in your younger 20s and you're living at home still, or you have a cheaper rented apartment, or you're living with your in laws, or anything like that. You can take a couple dips back and say, okay, what is my realistic goal? Because in the end, once you reach your realistic goal, It only goes up and up from there to where your revenue goals will get higher and your profit will be higher. And it will just make things so much easier if you start things realistically and increase your goals over time. And I forgot to mention this at the beginning, which I should have said, uh, but one way that I love keeping track of my profit and figuring out how much I need to make each month, all of that is honestly in a simple Excel doc on Google Sheets. It's not Excel, I guess it's Google Sheets. And I'm currently trying to still understand QuickBooks, but my business doesn't have too many expenses right now going in and out. And so I just use an Excel document to kind of lay everything out and add it all up. If you'd like a copy, just let me know and I'll send it to you of how I track my goals. Now that I've talked to you about what actually profit is in your business, let me talk to you about some of the mistakes that I made that didn't allow me to grow as quickly in my profit goals as I wish they had Uh, because at the same time, mistakes happen, but I always tell my clients my mistakes. I'm telling you, the listeners, my mistakes because I really want to ensure that You don't make these same mistakes that I did and that you can grow your business stronger, faster, and more sustainable. First mistake that I made is I never truly knew my numbers. And at the beginning, I would make decisions based on my current numbers rather than looking at the months to come and what that would look like. So if I had money to invest in my coach at the time, I would. I would do it if I needed to hire a contractor for a project and had the money coming in. I would just make that investment. And this may work sometimes where there are situations where you want to make risky financial decisions. But when it comes to running a sustainable business, you need to know your numbers to see the future of what your business looks like. And I've mentioned this in another podcast episode, but. I believe in long-term payment plans, and that to me was one of the biggest and best decisions that I made in my business because, again, I know my numbers, I know what my future projections are, and I can see the money coming in and where it's going out, and I can then make future business investments so that everything can just grow in my business that much faster. The second mistake I made is I overpaid contractors. Right now, we work with only a handful of contractors when we absolutely need to. And I have put them through the ringer. So thank you to my amazing contractor team if you're listening to this. But I have put them through the ringer between having them take tests, having them do test projects, making sure that what they're actually telling me they can do is actually what they're delivering. And the reason why I do this is because for a long time, I was overpaying contractors based off of what they would promise, but then they would underdeliver. If you ever feel that a contractor is overcharging you for a service to complete, not providing the service on time, or you feel any ounce of lying coming in, get rid of them right away. This sounds harsh, and there are a few exceptions in the rule, of course, if a family emergency happens or something, you know, catastrophic happens or anything like that, but I'm telling you, get rid of them if they have any of those inklings that I just mentioned. Contractors can be an amazing help and growth point to your business, but they can also be a pain in the ass and it make you lose profit real quick. And as I mentioned in the beginning, one way to avoid this is to put contractors through a test project if you wanna work with them long term. This includes virtual assistants, this includes web developers, this includes anyone that you need to hire for a one off project or anything like that to help grow your business. Make sure that you take the time to interview them, check their references, and put them through a test project. And a test project, I've said it a couple times now is so important because I had a situation with one contractor where they had great work. They said they could do this, this, and this. I checked their references, and then in the end, they did not deliver what they could do or what they said they could do. So in reality, a test project is going to ensure that what they tell you they can do is actually what they can do. And the last mistake I made was not paying myself from the very beginning. I never paid myself because I never had figured out my bottom line, which hurt myself, my credit and my business. It hurt my business especially because I because I wasn't paying myself, I never truly saw myself as a CEO or a business owner and instead saw someone that, saw myself as someone that I'd get paid here, I'd get paid there. Yeah, eventually I'll cover my expenses. No, 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 no. It does some weird mind trick thing. I can't fully explain it, but if you do not take your business seriously and pay yourself, you will not take yourself seriously as a business owner. So pay yourself. Okay, that was a long episode, but I'm really hopeful that I provided you some great information and a lot of what you need to know about profit. Again, I highly recommend reading that book that I recommended at the beginning called Profit First. Also talking to financial experts and accountants to get their final opinion. If you need any recommendations on a financial advisor or an accountant, please let me know. I have some amazing women who are experts in the space that I've learned so much from and worked with over the years that I have some great people I can recommend. If you found this podcast insightful and you've listened to some other episodes and you found them really insightful as well, it would be great if you could write an Apple podcast review. And if you do, send me an email with the screenshot of the review to hello at perthecontract.com and I'll send you a little something special in the mail. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.